0: Hi, this is Mark Rabin. Welcome to episode 234 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from October 3rd, 2017 titled, Toyota Helps a Young Inventor, Look at His Dad's Toyota Desk. Toyota USA shared a nice video featuring an 11-year-old inventor, Bishop Curry, who's pictured in the blog post. And if you want to see some of the visuals here in this post, go to leanblog.org audio 234 so young bishop's dad bishop curry senior works for toyota financial services and he's also in the video the elder curry works as a quote operational excellence consultant for toyota financial services from his linkedin profile it sounds like he works to apply the toyota production system in finance and he now lives near me in the dallas fort worth area with the opening of the Toyota North American headquarters here in the Plano area, so I want to welcome uh, welcome them to the area. Now I've long heard that Toyota hasn't had quite the same culture and TPS or lean approach outside of manufacturing, but they've been working to catch up. TFS, Toyota Financial Services, has been a customer of our friends at Gemba Academy as a way to learn lean and even Six Sigma, as I've heard, even though Toyota doesn't use formal Six Sigma in their factories. Toyota is not uniformly or perfectly lean. They're learning and practicing, it seems. The spread of TPS outside of Toyota factories goes to show that process improvement methods and this management system apply anywhere, as their nonprofit TSSC group has long proven in healthcare And nonprofits. They just celebrated their 25th anniversary of helping organizations outside of Toyota. It's interesting to look and see uh, that the word lean is used in the list of methods in Bishop Curry Sr.'s job profile. Um, I won't read the whole thing. You can go again leanblog.org audio 234, but it says he uses methods like TPS, Uh, Jikotai Kenketsu, which is a phrase I admittedly do not really know. Uh, It says in parentheses, process quality design and management. Um, I've I've heard that term before, but don't use it. Um, Process engineering, lean, program management, things like that are in his job description. But back to the young inventor for a minute. There's a, a really nice video with 11 year old bishop being an experimentalist thinking like an engineer and an entrepreneur uh, makes me wonder if there's a kid scholarship available for the upcoming lean startup week you know, will bishop's invention work for uh, keeping cars cool for protecting babies who might be left in a car uh, is that the best solution will anyone buy it or help them produce it well i don't know and and that's the point engineering product design entrepreneurship requires Experimentation, prototyping, testing, risk-taking. He's learning how to do all of those things. I I think that's awesome. He can only prove or disprove his idea in practice, as is true with any startup or big company, entrepreneurship effort, or even any small continuous improvement idea. We can either prove or disprove that ideas work in practice. Now, here's where I obsess about seemingly minor details. Uh, In the video, some small details beyond his invention jumped out at me. I was looking at his dad's Toyota workplace. For one, the uh, elder Bishop, uh, Bishop Curry Sr. is shown at his stand-up desk. I'm I'm guessing the video was shot back in California before the move to the new buildings in Texas. I noticed Toyota is setting a good example when it comes to desk practices beyond the standing desk and the multiple monitors which are proven uh, to improve productivity. Um, When looking at what other companies do, I've complained for a long time about what I think are misguided Office 5S or Lean Office initiatives that will insist that it's quote-unquote lean to do things like telling uh, employees they must put tape around your keyboard and desk items and remove family photos as being non-productive items. Um, There's one post from 2007 that I've linked to here that's a classic example of a clunky Lean Office initiative that just... Um, alienates employees. Um, so let's go back to Toyota. What do you see on Curry's desk? Family photos. And of course you do. I mean, having family photos there are good for morale. It's humane. Uh, there are studies that show it's good for productivity to have family photos on your desk. It also goes to show that Toyota focuses on improvements that matter rather than mindlessly using lean tools. What don't you see? You don't see tape around his monitor or other items on his desk. And again, Toyota seems to be setting a good example of not blindly using lean tools. By comparison, uh, below is a photo that was shared with me the other day where a company, not Toyota, put tape 5S corners around a huge multifunction copier that's, uh, that's on the ground. And the person sent the picture because they didn't think it was a good example of using lean to solve. Problems that matter. It kind of begs the question why did they do that? Why did somebody put tape with a label that says copier around the copier? What problem is that tape solving? I mean, has the copier ever moved or gone missing? I mean, maybe the people who did this didn't have a good coach working with them. I mean, maybe it's an expected mistake that's made as people develop and, if you will, practice lean. Are the people who put tape around the copier reflecting on what they did and what effect it had? are they implementing 5S, or are they using a plan-do-study-adjust process? Are they studying their results, reflecting impossibly adjusting, or are they just doing the same things over and over? So it's natural to make mistakes, but you know, I know I seem judgmental when I criticize others for quote-unquote doing lean wrong or using uh, the lame label, L-A-M-E, lean as misguidedly executed this acronym that I've grown less fond of over time. I mean, it's natural and expected that we'll make mistakes or errors in judgment when we're new to anything, lean included. I made mistakes, and reflecting on that was the inspiration for the book Practicing Lean, where um, 15 others also shared their stories and lessons learned about uh, early mistakes in our lean journeys. I think all of the contributors to the book We're fortunate to have good mentors. They helped us learn from our mistakes. We didn't repeat them over and over. And hopefully nobody out there is making the same mistakes, if you will, over and over. One problem with high profile and, and forgive me, misguided lean office initiatives is that it gives lean a bad name. That might keep others from discovering uh, the true depth and breadth of what lean is really about. If people hear that lean is about telling people not to put sweaters at the back of their chairs, they might choose not to learn about lean and then they might not ever discover the joy of empowering everyone to participate in Kaizen or continuous improvement. Lean gone wrong leads to articles like this one from uh, TED Ideas. This is a, looks like an offshoot of the TED Talks website. The headline there reads, Why Every Office Should Scrap Its Clean Desk Policy. I agree with the headline, but I disagree with the author's assertion that lean equals clean desk policies. It says, 5S has somehow bled from car assembly lines, operating theaters, well, I don't know if I really see a lot of it in operating theaters, and semiconductor manufacturing plants where it might make sense to the office cubicle where it does not. I agree that clumsy copying of tools for physical spaces might not make sense in a cubicle that's not a shared workspace. My friend Dan Markovitz, And i've interviewed him on my other podcast series and others have long made the case for the benefits of quote-unquote information 5s when it comes to computers and such these are organizational methods that might actually improve productivity in a way that putting tape around your phone would not the ted ideas article um, cites a workplace study that i blogged about back in uh, 2010. the one key learning is that from that article is that morale and productivity improve when employees have some control over the design and decoration of their workspace? Well, of course. The TED article erroneously equates a lean office with one that's quote-unquote Spartan. A truly lean office would be effective, providing leading to better safety, quality, productivity, morale, things like that. The article draws a conclusion that I'll edit, replacing the word lean with a more accurate Spartan, where it says, The Empowered office was a great success. People got 30% more done there than in the Spartan office and about 15% more than in the Enriched office. And an Enriched office in that article was an office that was decorated, but uh, the people working there didn't have say over it. There's a story in the article from Ted Ideas about Virginia Mason Medical Center that makes me cringe, unfortunately. It says, quote, however, 5S enthusiasts at the Virginia Mesa Medical Center in Seattle didn't get the memo. Doctors and nurses there were in the habit of hanging a stethoscope on a hook, but management came up with a tidier solution, a drawer marked stethoscope. The medical staff kept hanging the stethoscope on the hook. What to do? Eventually, said a supervisor, we had to remove the hook. So to me, it sure sounds like the doctors and nurses preferred the hook. So management removed it, Yikes, I mean, that that couldn't have been good for morale, and Virginia Mason is often considered considered to be an exemplar lean organization, with many books out there about their approach. If you're using a stethoscope um, a lot, why put it in a drawer if you're going to be accessing it all the time? I mean, that sounds like more motion, time, and hassle, and lean is supposed to reduce that. Lean isn't about hiding our tools, it's about having them ready and available to use. So I wonder if Virginia Mason has ever learned from this. Uh, Did the hooks ever come back on the wall? So back to Toyota, let's talk about them and Kaizen recognition. Um, In the post, there's a a, a really cute picture of a young Bishop with one of his engineering mentors. They look really proud, they're wearing safety glasses. Um, This is really cool to see. Behind them is what's labeled a Kaizen recognition bulletin board. It's hard to make out the detail, but it's great to see that they're giving recognition. I mean, that's an important part of the Kaizen process. Improvement leads to recognition, which leads to more improvement. It's a virtuous cycle. I admire what Bishop is doing to work towards solving and preventing a problem that matters children dying after being left in hot cars. And thanks to Toyota for helping him and sharing the story and what might be an inadvertent lean lesson. So again, if you go to leanblog.org slash audio 234, you can see the Toyota video. And I've also linked at the bottom of the post to a number of past blog posts on this topic of what you might call bad Office 5S.